I mean, it's pretty genius. I mean, terrible. It didn't work at all. But at the same time, I'm fascinated by it. But you respect the attempt. I want to know everything about, like, what went on this. Like, because eventually there's going to be... There's going to be more information that comes out. See, I've looked up nothing about this because I heard you say, like, yeah. oh my God, Sarah, have you heard about this thing? I'm like, just no, tell me about it on the show. No, it's just been breaking over like the last three or four days. Oh. But I'm serious, like, what he did, it's elaborate. Like, it's elaborate. It's it's almost Tommy was so level. And I'll explain. Whoa, you better be careful with that assessment. If it's he that good, I'm, ex- I'm interested. The Tommy was so of music. I'll explain it. Hello, everyone. Wow. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It's so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. As usual, I want to say this. Thank you to everybody who tunes in. A second time. All right. Um, <laughs> we, we can't thank you enough. Yeah, absolutely. And thank we, you again really for joining do. us this weekend at the festival. We uh, are grateful for that. That's the last we'll mention that, but we appreciate yes. you. Yes. Thank you yeah. very much for that. I feel like I'm finally getting my bearings back after like doing that for so long. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's starting yeah. to come back into shape right now. And uh, with that, we need to thank one of our fine sponsors, and that is Black's Pest Services, who just, because of you fine listeners, has signed up to continue on advertising with Fun Employment Radio. That is so awesome. Thank you, Black's Pest Services. Blackspestservices.com. Yeah, Hung out with Derek actually both nights this weekend. Yep, Derek from Black's Pass Services was at the Portland Podcast Festival. Awesome, and uh, they are a wonderful company. If you have any kind of issues, you know, going on pest wise, obviously give them a call. But on top of that, have them come out for an inspection because that's how they helped me out. You know, we all know my history with rats. I have my rat problems, <gasps> but what? Nothing. What? I don't think I'm supposed to tell you. What do you mean you're not supposed to tell me? Have you talked to Derek? No. Okay. I just remembered right now. Nothing. What do you mean? What did, what did he tell me? The, I'm, I will let him tell you. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say anything. I've totally Sarah, forgotten. Sarah, you cannot say just do that. So, Black's Pest Services has been working up, they've been setting out traps at my house. What? What are you not telling me? I swear to God, I do not know. What? Well, I don't feel like it's my responsibility. Like, it's like. <laughs> What are you talking about? Like, honestly, what happened? Nothing bad. I mean, nothing that bad. But he did tell me something because he did go to your house. Yeah. And what? What? He said the, he said the rats might be back. Oh, no way. Really? How? How does he know that? Because it's the time of the season where it starts to get colder and they start to try to, like, get back into warmer spots. He said that it happens during this season. It's nothing that you did wrong. Like they're going to be leaving the rat's nest that was next door, the former meth head house? I don't know. What do you mean? There's more to this. I don't know. This. I don't. That's all I know. That's all I know. That's all I <sighs> Sarah. You're supposed to let the professional dis- tell me this. Well, you're the one that just kept asking me. Because you brought it up. You brought well, it up you can't me. just beg me to tell you and then all of a sudden say you should have left it to the professional. All right. That's Well, then mean. I will talk. Anyway, that's why they're out there is to solve those problems. So uh, this is a very good reason 
to contact Black's Pest Services so they can take care of your problems that you didn't know existed. Particularly maybe when, your friend won't tell you about. Well, it is anyway, like during the wintertime when it services. starts to get colder. That's when critters try to find a warmer place because they're also cold. It's true. And that, so that's what happens. This is true. All right. Well, yes. they are, uh, <laughs> they're on a service call at my house, so he's probably been coming out and taking care of it and just didn't want to stress me out about it. So uh, anyway, blackspestservices.com. Call a bug nerd. Have them come handle your issues, even if you don't know they exist. All right. Moving on. There are fine spots where we really do appreciate them. Oh, we do. <sighs> I'm sorry. You badgered. I didn't realize it. I didn't badger at all. You blurted. Because you're a blurter. Like, you blurt. You just blurted it. You blurted it to me. Well, cause you I'm sorry. Me like it's, so I'm thrown off a little bit. Now I'm thinking there's like a... It's not in your house. It's it's outside. <sighs> it's not saying it's in, but they're trying to find you know, like little burrows now because it's getting colder. All right. All the more reason I'm glad they're out there. Actually, yes. I don't have anything to worry about. You have professionals. I, I really do. Yes. I really do. So so I do have them out there. All right. Well, Black's Pest Services, uh, contact them, and they can absolutely help you with your issues. All right. Now, back to what I was talking about at the beginning of the show here. It has to do with this. So this is just a story that I've been following over, the, like, the last, I would say, three to four days. Because I think, really, Friday was when it started to, started to uh, like, all the stories started coming out. And, but then you were uh, a little distracted this weekend. I know, I was distracted this yeah. weekend. So I, over the last couple of days is when I finally get to caught up on this. And I've been seeing it pop up more and more on different like news services that I follow. And so I decided to go down the rabbit hole and see what I'm talking about. Now, let me ask you this. Have you heard of the band Threaten? It's T-H-R-E-A-T-I-N. Threaten? Threaten. Like no. Threaten. But spelled I think that's a, how you like say it. A, I, I'm assuming. I tried to look up how to but say spelled it. spelled incorrectly. I don't think it's spelled way. like threaten or threaten or something. It's threaten. Okay, threaten. Threaten. No. Okay. Should I have? No. Okay. But what is going on with this? I'm, you're going to start seeing this story pop up a lot of places. If you haven't heard about it yet, you, I think you're going to see it more and more. All so right. what's going on is there's threaten is actually one guy. His name is Jared Threaten. And he's the... Singer of a metal band, or a metal-ish band, I guess we'll call it. And this band, so they have a, they have a YouTube channel, they've got you know website, and um, up until a few days ago, a huge following on Facebook, like 38,000 uh, fans on Facebook. And what happened is this. They've been on a world tour. Threaten was on a world tour. A world tour is, uh, in particular in Europe. Right. And so all these clubs started uh, noticing, you know, nobody was showing up. And they had shelled out a bunch of money to have this band there, and you have the backing bands, and there was this one point... Threaten. Threaten. Okay. And at one point, one of the clubs that they showed up to, uh, like, they said that the only people that were there were the other band, and, like, their, like, five or six people, like, their girlfriends of the band. Of like the other band. Or something, yeah. Yeah, that were there. It wasn't anybody from this band Threaten. And that's who, you know, and then they all thought that they were opening up for this huge band who had this world tour. Well, as it kept on going, these clubs started talking to each other. Like one in the UK or Belfast or somewhere. I don't, well, yeah, I mean, which is the UK. But Belfast, I think, called somebody else in Germany. Like they started tracking where this club was going. And they talked to the other clubs. They're like, hey, just so you know, like nobody showed up for this tour. And we thought we booked like some giant thing. Like it was a big deal that yeah. they had threatened playing at their club. Because they were going to get a ton of people. And you start going online, and you take a look at the YouTube channel, and they have like a million views on a video. So he's got these music videos up, and here, I'll play part of, I'll play part of a Threatened song just so you can hear what I'm talking about. Are you sure that that won't be like copyright infringement? Uh, I don't care. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) at this point. It's okay. Just be real. 
And the video is Oh no The video is this long haired dude And he plays all the instruments In the video of course Very dramatic. Wow. I like dramatic, and this is even over the top for me. I mean, in theory, you know, the, uh, the music, it's there. You know, I mean, I mean it's there. And, and it isn't terrible. I mean, I would. No. No, I mean, there's worse bands out there. It's very cheesy, but I mean, you know. I mean, I do love Mr. Anyway, Cheesy. I'll leave that there. Well, yeah, we'll see if we get a copyright infringement on that. Um, I, but I have to wait. It's part of the story. So, so there's, so this band Threaten, you know, he's got the music videos, and you go on there under the the music videos, and you take a look, and it appears that he's got just tons of fans, like so much so that there's fans on there just talking about, oh, oh my God, how much they love Threaten. Like this is my favorite song. Like loved seeing him live. Like the last time I was there it was like, so great, and. There's even people on there who are commenting like, um, you know, I used to love Threaten, but now that he's, he's kind of a sellout now with this world tour, and I can't believe, you know, there's, you know, everybody's all into it now. I liked it back when nobody knew. Okay. Well, the sick, and he's got a management team, he's got agents, he's got all this stuff. Turns out it's all fake. It's all 100% made up. Like, his management team is made up. So that what they did is now people have started to track this back. And I think it's Consequence of Sound or uh, The Guardian. Somebody decided to go ahead and look back and take a look at this and see what's going on with this show. Because so now that like, these clubs are talking and these other bands that were hired to open up are talking, they're like, yeah, this is bullshit. Like, there's two people at the show. Like, this isn't a world tour. Like, he doesn't, there's nobody showing up for this guy. And... How did he possibly get the money to do this? This is the thing. So the story is still unraveling, but this uh, they did this investigative thing and they traced it back and all of the things, like the management, the um, the website, the all the social media accounts, everything goes back to like this one registrar. So it all traces back to this one account. So essentially, I mean, there's definitely money behind it. Like there's some kind of money behind it. And, and somebody... somebody had to put in some kind of funds. Yeah, in order to get a bot army, I'm well, pretty sure that yeah. costs a little bit well, of money. Well, the bot army and then also just the videos. I mean, there are actually professionally made music videos. At least somebody spent a lot of time on you them. you got to respect the hustle a little bit. And that's the thing. Like, So there is an actual guy, this Jared Threaten or whatever. I don't know what his real name is. Uh, you know, I, I kind of doubt it's Jared Threaten. And then there's even, oh, that's the other thing. He even posted out fan videos of fans covering Threatened songs. He's got other people involved in it to where they're being like covering the Threatened song and trying to do it like note that's for note. That's amazing. I mean, it's so elaborate. So essentially what it looks like is this guy hired people to pretend to be super fans and being like, ah, oh, this is me covering one of Threatened songs right here. And then they, they try to cover the song, you know, how like. People cover Taylor Swift or something. Oh, wow. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. And just the fact that he had people posting on his YouTube channel being like, man, threatened such a sellout now that he's on his world tour. Like, so those were all him? It's or him all, or people, people hired, hired by him. There are wow. no fans. Nobody knows who the hell this well, guy is. Well, I think I'm looking at one fan right now. I'm kind of, I'm fascinated by it. I mean, I am absolutely fascinated. I mean, anyone who could 
do something like that and get away. Just like, remember when we were interviewing Tommy Wiseau? Like That's why I was saying ago? Tommy That's Wiseau. That's exactly it. When we were writing back and forth to his assistant named John. Uh-huh. John, his assistant, and he's like, oh, Mr. Wiseau, very busy. Uh, we'll see if Mr. Wiseau yeah. can have time for you, for you, for you and podcasts. Like, right. Just like, oh, my God, it is. This is, this is Tommy Wiseau. This is absolutely him. It's yeah, totally, and that's exactly apparently what this guy's been doing. So the way you would book these clubs is you would say like, um, and apparently now they've had to like pay back some of the clubs, but they would say like, okay, there's, you know, we we've pre-sold two hundred tickets to this show, and you know the club would be like, oh sweet, and so they'd hire like a full staff, and then there'd be nobody there, and, and no tickets would sell. Wow. And and so the clubs are getting pissed off, and there's even the backing band. So the the drummer. And the bass player that were hired by Threaten to be like the touring musicians because there are no musicians except for him in the actual recordings. So he has to hire like a band, a road band. And so we hired this Trevor and this bassist who were like, sweet, we're going on a world tour. And now they've both quit because they realized that the whole, they, they didn't, they were unwillingly part of some giant conspiracy theory thing, or not conspiracy theory, but a giant, uh, Sham. Yeah, it is a sham. And so now they yeah. look like they're part of the sham too. Oh, and they both quit. Everyone's and they're just like, trying to like no, rapidly distance themselves. No, we, from we, it. we didn't know. Yeah. we didn't know what's, what's going on with that. And uh, and and so it's all just just unraveling. Like this is in real time as all this is happening that people are reporting on this, and or at least as far as I know, I don't because I, I don't think anybody's gotten to him yet to talk to him. Uh, one of the one of the things. So let's see the underworld in London. Is a is a venue in London. Oh, they posted, it's also an amazing, um, like uh, trance, like rave band from the nineties. Oh well, yeah, I know that. Underworld, but that's, yeah, yeah, but that this is the <gasps> under. It's also is that a movie. what he looks like? Somebody yes. just posted his picture in the chat. Yes, that's the that's from the Breaking the World tour for Threaten. So one of the bands, so the Underworld in London, uh, posted publicly on his Facebook page, "What happened to the two hundred ninety one advanced ticket sales your agent said you'd sold? Three people turned up." So you tell people that these advanced tickets were already sold. So that would see the, you know, they'd be transferring the money to the club. It's crazy. There's no pre-sale money. There's yeah. no pre-sale money. And there's even video that somebody took of a threatened show, of an actual show, because apparently the word started to get out before they canceled their tour, and where it's a video of him and his band playing, and there's like two people standing by the side of the stage, and then this one guy in the back like filming it on his camera. Oh, wow. There's nobody there. Yeah, all right. So I'm I'm falling down this rabbit hole right now. I'm looking Ooh, at this. Yeah, there's more too, I'll tell you. Okay, but real quick. So I'm looking at this and I guess he's even announcing right now. So do you think this might be some like big long like con to try and get himself famous? Well, it's working. Well, it, I mean, it's, it's working, worked. but also isn't he kind of shooting himself on the foot if he wants to be a musician and like screwing over all of these clubs like Oh, well, uh, nobody's they... ever going to take your music seriously after this. Yeah. You know, I mean, nobody's going I, it's just not going to happen. I can't. I can't think of anybody actually. Because I'm looking on his uh, Facebook page right now, and it says Jared threatened to make "quote unquote" fake official statement tomorrow. What? Yeah, it says that from nine hours ago. Who said that? Um, on where is it's that on posted? his on his uh, threatened Facebook page. Oh, was it an official statement about being fake? Yeah, it says Jared threatened to make fake official statement tomorrow. Oh, okay. See, this is all happening. So maybe it's like. To get other people to talk about him, but then again, this is just like a flash in the pan, I suppose. But I mean, at least he's getting some attention. But it's going to be negative if he's screwing over local, like... Well, yeah, he screwed over a couple of clubs, but apparently they had to pay the clubs back. So here's the thing, though. Like, this is so... It's such a strange story, what's going on. Now, the other idea is that, is all of this fake? 
in that, you know, these clubs are saying, yeah, nobody showed up. Well, if nobody showed up, there's no witnesses to say Threaten was even there. Like, is this an elaborate conspiracy involving the clubs? How did you even find out about this? It's because it popped up on my Facebook feed, like Consequence of Sound or like Metal. Yeah, some, one, of the, one of my metal like NME or I, something. Uh, yeah. yeah, one of my metal things that I follow. Um, and yeah, so Rick just said, what is the end game? And yeah, that's true. What is the end game? Somebody else mentioned that it could have been, and this is talking to our live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. You're a live supporter. We really do appreciate that. It helps it go a long way. And uh, and, and thank you for uh, for supporting in that way. So yeah, maybe somebody suggested maybe it's a mockumentary. What, he's doing like a whole like Joaquin Phoenix thing? Where didn't didn't he do that thing well, where he went all like, where he supposedly Joaquin, went all crazy? Yeah, but Joaquin and, Phoenix was already famous. Yeah. You know, he doesn't, he didn't need to do that to be famous. He just did that to be weird. This guy's a hair farmer. Like, he definitely has this, some, like, 80s, like, hair farming going on. Yeah. Um, Keelan is saying he's probably doing the biggest fake it till you make it of all time. He's thinking if everyone hears world tour, they might show up. Yeah, that's what it certainly seems. That's breaking the world tour. Hired these bands, you know, told all these venues. Just thinking that maybe because of that, it would happen. Some of the other things he's done on YouTube, you know, I told you about the, the, uh, the, the fans covering his songs, covering threatened songs. There's one where this guy did a side by side where he's trying to match Threaten's, you know, guitar playing on you it. You need to do so this good. with. It's so good. You know, you have to do this with courage, right? Oh, I'm gonna get to that. I'm oh, not. Oh, we're not okay, quite there okay. yet. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. So, Didn't mean to rush. Didn't mean to rush. No, the other thing I was gonna say though is what they what they posted is they have this other guy. They have the fake seeing Threaten in concert video where it's this. It's so badly done. It's like this guy who's holding his phone. He's in a crowd of people jumping up and down in this club, which is real. He's in some kind of a venue, but they never quite show the stage. Does the audio not quite match up for some reason? The audio is just this horrible, like, like overdubbed sound. And um, oh, I wonder if I could find it. I could try to find it. I didn't pull it up. I mean, the, the sound is terrible. And it's just this loud, like it's supposed to be like loud rock music just ruining his speakers. And it says them thing like, uh, not the greatest video, but there was a lot of people jumping around me at the threatened show. What an awesome time. And then over the top of it, you hear that like, somebody's taking the time to audio edit this thing where you hear his vocals quite clearly over the top of this extremely distorted sound. That's so nuts that and his vocals never, are clear. You never quite see the stage in the video. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know why. Like, it's it's a sham. He's fooling all these people. But at the same time, I love this story. It's fascinating Do you want to, to take it and, like, make it a part of your life in some way? Well, that's what I was saying. Yeah, if we did that with courage. <laughs> but we have, it sounds like we have more fans than Threatened does. We can legitimately bring people to shows. At least, yeah. I mean, world tour. Sure, we could maybe we could fake it for a world tour. Um, it's just. Yeah, so I wonder what the end. Like, I am curious about the end game because his music is okay, but not great. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is like just duping a bunch of people. It's just standard, you know. I mean, it, it sounds like it, every band from like two thousand three that heard Fallout Boy for the first time. You know, uh, like, Fallout Boy, or I mean, with like a little. I bit would even go a little bit of eighties in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's there. It's there. I mean, he's, it's not terrible music. I mean, it's not terrible. He, if this is real. If he is playing all the instruments, at least he can play. doesn't mean it's a good song, but he can play. But still, and that, that's, that's what it's so fascinating to me, I think. It's just how all this is happening in real time. Now, I, I am going to follow him on Facebook because I want to see what it is that... Um, that, uh, that he's going to be announcing? Yeah, that he's going to be announcing. Oh, boy. Like, he's so never playing, been more so famous. 
I know. So you're like playing into it. I am 100. I'm playing into it. I am playing into it. Yes. Well, now I'm gonna have to. Oh, oh no, no. They did they delete the account? Are you sure it's still there? Yeah, it's facebook.com slash threat. Unless they just did right now. Oh, okay. That's where it is. Okay. Threaten. Okay, I'll, I'll try to fight. With an I? With an I, right? Okay, yes. Yeah. yeah, with an I. Threaten with an I. Anyway, that's where it's at. Uh, that's what's going on. I just felt like other people needed to know about this story as it happens. And so you can at least be aware of it and tell other people. That's like my most uncomfortable thing where like you're lying to so many people. I love that. And you show up and they're like, how is he even explaining it to other people? He doesn't talk to anybody. He has like an entourage. or They, they said like he'll have like three or four people that will do the talking for him, at least according to the, these reports. Like the other bands that played with him said they never talked to him. He was there, but they never actually talked to him. Wow. So his uh, song, one of his official videos is for his song, Living is Dying. Uh-huh. I think that was the one I played. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, this has to be a, this has to be a joke, unless. But I do know people who take. If it themselves, is a joke, then I do know people who well take done. themselves this seriously. I'm looking at this one. I'm like one person in particular. I'm, I'm thinking about where I know I'm like you know like the people who are you know that are very dramatic and have like all these artsy fartsy poses. Uh huh. Where they're all like, look at how deep I am. I feel deeper than you'll ever feel. <laughs> Deep I am. Oh yeah, he's got like a promo video. No, and on then like tour, the breaking the world tour. A, a giant uh, gold picture frame in front of him, but it's framing his uh-huh. pensive face. There are also videos. Oh, that's the other thing I didn't tell you about. There are videos too where it's like behind the music of Threaten, where they're interviewing him and he's talking about his songs and making of the music video. Like it's elaborate. He spent a lot of time. If this is fake, well, I mean it obviously is fake, but I mean even if it's a mockumentary and we just don't know it yet. Um, this person has put in a lot of time and energy in creating this fake persona. Yeah. Like, post about the dressing room. Here's, here's uh, let's see, this is, is this threatened behind the scenes here? Or, I don't know. There's there's just a bunch of them. Um, and the whole thing is just, I don't know. I love it. I want to know more. I know. Like, I, I am, I am so totally hooked by this. it. Hooked on it right now. All right. Well, we need to figure out how to take something like this and make it work. Yeah. For something for us. I don't know. I don't want, like, duping people, so I don't know well, no, exactly I don't want to use it. Yeah, I know. But, man, so should I do it for Courage? Should I have my own fake... Uh... What, your world tour? Yeah, my fake world tour. No, I don't know. I don't know if that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that would work. But either way, that's what it is. So that's that's our... what's going well, on. I'm going to fall down that rabbit hole later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's so many videos. There are so many videos created. All right. Well, anyway, I'll leave it at that. Threatened. Now I've informed you. That is what I wanted to bring up. Now we all know. We will fall fall down that (laughs) rabbit hole together. I will. I did get together some World of Crazy if we want to do that. Yes, I do. Greg, you have to close your threat. I I am. I know. I'm watching. There's another one where it says. Close your pages. It's posted on his Facebook account from two years ago. Fan recorded video clip of Threatened performing his song Living is Dying. And it's supposed to be this, this like. Cell phone video of this guy, like uh, clearly somebody like who's up by the stage. You see the hand waving in front, but there's nobody else there. It's just this person's own hand keeps screwing up the shot. <laughs> I can't believe that he keeps accidentally blocking oh, the shot. I know it's so great. It's so great. I love it. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X Dylan. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Uh, I don't think you've watched yeah. this yet. First up, um, have you watched Sabrina? The on, new one? The new one on no. the Netflix yet? No. I wanted to like it more than I did. 
Really? Because it, it looked like it was pretty good. It looked so promising. Like there was, it's one with like the, it looks way darker. Yeah, it's supposed know, to be like a like dark, like Riverdale version of like they live in. It's even like in the same Riverdale world. You know how they're doing redoing the Archie comics. Yeah, and it's like more of like a darker, gruffer <sighs> Riverdale where like you know uh, Jughead is part of a motorcycle gang God. called the Serpents. Oh God, it is so dumb. I love. I it. read the Archie comics. Like I, oh. I read all of them as a kid. Uh, I was I liked Archie, but yeah, Jughead has a motorcycle gang. Oh yeah. The serpents. And By then the his way, dad is super hot at Skeet Ulrich, and he plays like the head of the serpents. Poor man's Johnny Depp. And then his mom. Oh, wait, no. Archie's mom is Molly Ringwald. Oh, wow. And They're his really dad. Back, like, all the 80s people for His it. dad is Luke Perry. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Yeah, they know how to cater to this. I'm like, yep. Yep, you got me. Um, by you the way, me. if you're hearing background noise, we do have our, I mean, we've got a great recording studio here in Southeast Portland where Fun Employment Radio Studios is, um, but there's a massive construction project that's going on right outside of our building. Which we both pretty and much agreed that we think it's like a front at this point because it's been going on for like three years. Yeah, way longer than any other construction and it's, in this and city. And it's I mean, different it's construction companies. Like somebody will have it for a while and then it'll stop for like a month and then a new construction company yeah, will come. Yeah, they'll start tearing down what they built and rebuilding something And nothing else. is ever open over there. Yeah. And they're working all day. I don't know what... It is really weird. Like they put built- up giant towers in far less time than what it's taken to renovate. And, it and they're just like renovating they're the building. They're digging all the time. I think that they're making some sort of bunker or something over there. It is strange. They I are, mean, it seems like they're digging a lot into the ground. Now, in all fairness, they're the same people, though, that called out my, or the, one of the workers is the same guy who called out the person who did the hit and run Maybe on to me. Throw, so. throw you off the trail, Greg. Well, then I guess I'm going to back him. I'm a backer. All right, so Sabrina. Yes. Was not as great as I thought it would be. I mean, if you liked it, I'm stoked for you because I, I think it was because I watched it right after Haunting of Hill House, and that was just, like, one of the best shows I've ever seen, so I think that nothing could compare to it. Anyway. Somebody did pay attention to Sabrina, and it is the Satanic Temple. Yes, the actual Satanic Temple. They're now suing Netflix. This is a real story. Over the chilling adventures of Sabrina's statue that they have inside of the school because they're saying that they have a copyright on the Satanic goat head that is used in this show. So the Satanic Temple is suing Netflix and Warner Brothers Entertainment for $150 million (laughs) for using what temple leaders claim is their copyrighted goat-headed statue that they're using in the new new series. So the suit says that the temple's unique version of, I think it's Baphomet? Please correct me if I'm Baphomet. wrong. Baphomet, I mean, I, I don't know. I probably read that before, but... Um, appears in The Chilling Adventures Baphomet. of Sabrina, which is the yeah, reboot Baphomet. of... Uh, Baphomet. Mm-hmm. Which is a reboot of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Um, so the temple is claiming copyright infringement, trademark violation, and injury to their satanic temple business, <laughs> according to the lawsuit that was filed last Thursday in the U.S. District Court. We're tough. We're not a Sabrina... Yeah, so goat head. It's a real goat head. So they're suing uh, for fifty million dollars for each claim. So one for copyright infringement, one for trademark violation, one for injury to business. So injury the action, to business. the action appears to be a serious attack. Wouldn't that just be great advertising for them? I uh, mean, it seems well, like that would be a good thing. Maybe they don't like to be associated with like a, with like a kitschy teen drama. We're mean and scary. We're so much scarier than Sabrina. Oh man. Uh, so let's see. So earlier this year, the scary, Satanic like, Temple's nine-foot-tall bronze statue of Baphomet was displayed in front of the Arkansas State Capitol to protest a Ten Commandments monument that already resided there. So the Satanic Temple, which describes themselves as uh, non-theistic, 
religious and political activist groups. They were offended but that Baphomet was presented as a symbol of evil in Sabrina. How are satanic worshipers getting offended? Like, what the fuck? I'm sorry, we but if you're the satanic worshiper... We live in a very sensitive time, Greg. Like, aren't you supposed to be the one offending people? I'm offended. Like, I am just trying to worship Satan, and there you are making a mockery of what I believe in. I mean... Good God. Okay, so the image of, uh, yeah, so they say it's used to represent the devil. However, the Satanic Temple says that no, no, no. Satan is considered a literary figure symbolic of the eternal rebel in opposition rather than the personalization in evil. Okay, do you remember growing up when satanic cults were like a legitimate fear? For a oh, while yeah. there, in like the late 80s, early oh, yeah, 90s, yeah. like it was an actual thing where people were worried about satanic cults taking over kids. I mean, remember... Kiss was supposed to stand for Kids in Satanic Service. I there thought was it was Night things. in Satan Service. Oh, I don't know. I remember oh, I Kids heard, in Satanic Service. I always heard but like Nights in Satan, Satan Service. Nights in Satan Service. Maybe yeah. that's it, too. And then, you know, you would listen backwards to records, and there were, like, hidden devil Im- you know, things that were supposed to be said, and Ozzy Osbourne was the Prince of Darkness, and he was spreading the word of Satan. It was all this terrible things. You're scary, scary people. Now the Satanists are suing because they're offended. Because somebody their, used a goat statue. <laughs> you used my goat statue. Like, oh my. In a wow. one-off Netflix series because, you know, you know, they don't make enough of those that can totally get, you know, forgotten in a minute. Yeah. It's fine. So $150 million. Uh, so the TV series is about Sabrina, who's a half-witch, half-mortal, who must decide on her 16th birthday whether or not to commit her life to Satan. I will not spoil that for you. Uh, Netflix or Warner Brothers have not commented on the lawsuit. All right, here's an update on the lady who, um, remember the lady that we talked about that was banging ghosts and now she's like engaged to one? Yes. All right, so now the British woman uh, who claims to have had many ghostly lovers is now getting other people into the wedding spirit. So this is, uh, she's a British woman. She met her ghost fiance in Australia. Her name is Amethyst Realm. I'm so sorry that I keep bringing this up to you, but she's not going to be relevant pretty soon. So I just want to keep on keeping you appraised. So Amethyst Realm said that her unnamed ghost... Amethyst Realm. Yes, her unnamed ghost lover So I think, like, what would be a good Harry Potter name? Amethyst Realm. Yes. Doesn't that sound like a Harry Potter name? All right, well, now... Let's see, people are... Let's see, so there's a resort that has offered to host the wedding of her and her ghost lover. So the resort director, which they're not doing a good advertising thing because they really haven't even named it. So they said, Amethyst Realm is not the first and won't be the last person to experience out-of-body sensations at the caves. Oh, okay. So that's where they met in the the caves. caves. They've been recognized as a crossover point to the spirit world since the Stone Age, a place where people can connect with long-lost friends and relatives no longer with us. That's weird. That is strange. All right. uh, So the resort... Again, unnamed, bad advertising, I and mean, I wouldn't advertise it anyway, uh, says that they have a woman on staff who dresses up as what they call, is this an Australian thing? The Wookiee Witch, uh, which is named after a stalagmite in the cave that looks like a woman who had turned to stone. So she's a very infamous stone witch woman who resides in the cave. So uh, they go on to say if Amethyst ghost lover had indeed been attracted to the caves, the witch, uh, the Wookiee Witch, is it... The Wookiee Witch. The Wookiee Witch is just hilarious. Sorry, yeah. behind the scenes, I'm just fixing something really quick. But Wookiee Witch is one of the best things. Yes. Um, so yeah, so they have announced wherever this resort with its magical caves is somewhere on the planet, <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, they said that she can 
get married there, and she's looking forward to her next stage, which is parenthood. She can't wait to mother a ghost baby. And finally, let's just get away from that story because it really didn't have as much information as I thought it would. A man with no pants has been arrested after he fell through the ceiling of a Waffle House. (laughs) (coughs) Okay, so many questions here already. So a man fell through a Waffle House. Yes. With no pants. I just love that it was a Waffle House. Uh, I mean, it it couldn't be better. I also have been watching a lot of Dead Like Me, which if anyone hasn't seen that show, it's it's fantastic. I mean, it's from Dead like, like 15 years ago. Yep. Um, but there's like Dur- short-lived series. Der Waffle House, or oh. House of Waffle, or whatever wherever they meet, like that. Yes. Yeah, the, the Waffle Waff- House. Yeah, so that's why I was like, oh, Waffle House. Uh, All right, police in Alabama say Alabama, that a man sir. not wearing any pants fell through the roof of a Waffle House during a botched attempted burglary and fought patrons. Before fleeing, pantsless. Oh, so he fell down. Even though he fell through, he was still feisty enough. To... He was still feisty. He was still scrappy. Do you imagine how shitty your breakfast would be? You're just like out there. Oh yeah, let's just go have breakfast. You know, let's let's catch up a little bit. You know, Boom! There's a pantsless man that falls through the ceiling and starts fighting you. He's like, Aah! like how much worse could your day be? I mean, it's just like fuck, man. You know, I can't even remember the last time I had a waffle, but I swear I was at the store today, and I kind of wanted to buy waffles. Because you thought of a pantsless man falling through no, the roof? No, this was before the pantsless man, oh, okay. but I kind of like have been crazy. Wait, so waffles. you're using this as a sign that you're supposed to get waffles because no, of No, but I'm just man? saying it was random. I never think about waffles, and I kind of wanted waffles this morning, and now huh. I don't. Okay. <laughs> All right, the Times Daily reported that Tuscumbia, Alabama. Tuscumbia? Alabama. Uh, police say that 27-year-old Glenn Bost is being... So- oh, he, so he hasn't been arrested. He's on the lam. Oh, boy. Uh, is being sought on criminal mischief and oh, burglary no. charges. Another suspect who was with him, but who was wearing pants, hasn't been identified. They tried <laughs> oh, to break in minute. through the there ceiling. Were two, there were two? There was a a panted man and a pantsless man? Oh, so listen to this. So the head Tuscumbia, Alabama police detective, Wes Holland, says that Bost went into the bathroom and tied the door shut with his pants, hence why he was pantsless, so he was able to lock the door with his pants, and climbed through the ceiling. Then the underwear-clad boss fell into the dining room and fought off patrons trying to detain him. Uh, It was then that boss fled, leaving behind his pants that contained his driver's license. (laughs) Police are searching for him, and they say that he may may have been on drugs. I, how were they planning to rob it? I'm still not quite getting that. He had locked the door with his pants, then climbed up through. The thing. I think maybe he was trying to get to a safe for something, and then like. Okay, so that's what it was. I know. I know. I'm getting. I'm getting what you're saying, but. But he has run off, so they haven't arrested him yet. At least not that I know of. I haven't seen an update. But he did leave his pants with his ID in them. So maybe if you're gonna leave your pants somewhere, or take your wallet out. Okay. That's just a word of advice. Yeah, probably a good idea. And I still kind of want waffles. What's wrong with me? Eh, nothing. Okay. Well, that's my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. Well, yes, indeed. Um, Trying to think if there's any ball talk I want to talk about today. I think I'm going to save it for tomorrow. Okay. Because there are some things going on in the world of balls. Oh, boy, that's a, that's a guarantees right there if I've ever heard one. The world of balls, but uh, we'll save that for tomorrow. Oh, there is one possibility. I'll say this. Carmelo Anthony, probably on his way out from Houston, and they, they came out with the odds of where he's going to land. 
Portland? Portland's the what? first spot. Yeah, well, he's sucking Isn't right he now. married to, is he married to Lala? No, that, I think she left him a long time ago. Okay, but he was at some point. He was married to Lala at some point. Okay. He also was like MTV of, VJ from like a million years ago, Lala. He right? also was one of the best players in the NBA. Um, not doing so good anymore on the tail end of his career. I remember and, when we worked for the Blazers, he was pretty good. Oh, player. he was very good yeah. back then. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for sure. He's a Hall of Fame basketball player. Absolutely. Yeah. Not not at the prime of his career. Oh, okay. But there's talk that the Blazers may be the ones that pick him up because you can get him for cheap now. <laughs> so, I don't know. That's sad. If he, if he just comes in, yeah, I mean. Yeah, cheap is still like millions of dollars, so he's he's fine. Oh, yeah, but compared to uh, what you used to have to pay to get Carmelo Anthony, mm-hmm. it's pretty cheap. Pretty cheap. Keelan has uh, no strong opinions ever, and he says, uh, Carmelo is trash. He needs to retire. He makes nothing better. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. If Houston's getting rid of you, like, uh, oh, <laughs> maybe, maybe not. But that that's what the odds were from a couple different things that I saw is that they think the Blazers will pick him up. We'll see. All right. Oh, he's a Hall of Fame player. Carmelo will be a Hall of Fame player. This is me getting in a private fight with Keelan right now. I know. Don't you guys have your own text message chain? Yes, I will take it. it I will take it to the text message. Take it to your text message. We'll have Tristan decide. It's a whole meeting of the minds. Oh wow! I know everybody's like. Rick Rutherford's like, Hall of Fame, are you fucking high? I'm telling you, he's Carmelo Anthony's going to be in the Hall of Fame. All right, let's place some bets All on right, this. Greg is going now I'm going to double down. I, yes, I think he will be in the Hall of Fame. Are you fucking high? That's funny. <laughs> Fine. Wow, Greg. I'm not saying that I like Carmelo Anthony. I'm saying I think he is going to be in the Hall of Fame. No, he's a ten-time All Star. Oh God, he's he's googling facts about Carmelo Anthony right now. That's the most important thing. (laughs) He sucks now, but you're forgetting how good he was. up there. Send us an email, funemploymentradio.gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks to Black Pest Services. Thanks for tackling the (laughs) returning rat problem I didn't know was returning. Sorry about that. Whoopsie daisy. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. (laughs) Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Zero time champion. <laughs> so what? Zero time champion. Just, oh Charles Barkley is a zero time champion. All right, Greg. I don't like Carmelo. I don't want to be put in the spot of defending Carmelo Anthony. Oh, like, are, so good luck with that. I don't want to defend Carmelo Anthony. Okay, you gotta stop talking now. Bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>